Welcome to Marketing Thought Leadership, the podcast that offers insightful discussions on thought-provoking marketing topics. Here's the host of our show, marketing consultant, speaker, author, and educator, and the president of Leverage 2 Market Associates, Linda Popke. Hi, this is Linda Popke, and welcome to our latest episode of Marketing Thought Leadership. I'm here today with Rochelle Kopp. Rochelle is a management consultant who works with global companies doing business in Silicon Valley and Silicon Valley companies doing business globally. She specializes in communication skills, leadership, cross-cultural management, and human resource management. Um, Rochelle has just written a book called Valley Speak, Deciphering the Jargon of Silicon Valley. So welcome, Rochelle. Thank you. Glad to be here. Good. So tell me, what made you decide to write a book about Silicon Valley jargon? Well, it kind of came about by accident. I do a lot of writing for the Japanese market, and a couple of years ago I had done a book about general U.S. business buzzwords and vocabulary, and I was visiting someone in the Japanese publishing industry, and I had given it to him just as a gift, and he said, wow, this is a nice little book. You really ought to do a Silicon Valley version of this because so many people from Japan are coming to Silicon Valley to work and do business, and they don't understand what anyone's talking about. And the minute he said that, I thought, wow, that is a brilliant idea because, indeed, my Japanese clients struggle with the vocabulary. And when I started working on the book and doing the research for it, realized that there wasn't anything like this existing in English. And I said, wow, well, we should do this in English, too. So that's how it came about. Wow. So the book is available in English and in Japanese. Yes. Absolutely. Huh? That's interesting. Interesting. Why do you think this book was so needed? Is, is it, do we really talk that strange in Silicon Valley, or we're we using more buzzwords than everyone else? We're definitely using a lot more buzzwords, and we use a lot of expressions that people in other parts of the country have no idea what we're talking about. And things that here are just kind of part of the air, and everyone knows someone in Chicago or, or some other places is going to wonder, what, what are they talking about? So it does tend to be very confusing for people who are coming to Silicon Valley to do business for the first time, or also people from other places who are interacting with people in Silicon Valley. That makes sense. That makes sense. So why do you think that Silicon Valley in particular spawned its own language? Well, this is a place where there's a lot of innovation going on, both in terms of technology and also the business models around those technologies. And with new things being created, you need new words to describe them. So give us an example. What's a typical phrase that you and I here in Silicon Valley would think is just normal, but someone outside of here might look at us like, what are you talking about? Oh, I had this happen to me the other day when I was um, back in Illinois, which is my hometown, and um, I used the word growth hacking. And the people who I was with who were sophisticated business people like, what, what are you talking about? That's a good one. In fact, I, I've written about growth hacking a number of times, and, and it's one of those things that we talk about all the time. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So who creates these new words? Do you, does someone just say, well, I know what hacking is, I know what growth is, I'll just create growth hacking? How do does, how does things get created, and how do they start to take off? Well, it's a couple different ways. Sometimes it's um, a blog post, that someone will write a blog post about an emerging topic, and they will coin a phrase. Okay. to describe that. And so the idea of a unicorn company, that was mm -hmm. Eileen Lee in a blog post, and she coined that word. Um, there are quite a few others in our books that you know, were introduced in a blog post. 
Sometimes they are things that are created by companies that are trying to get uh, a concept out in the market or to create buzz about what they're doing. Um, sometimes there are things that come out of the world of technology and science, and so new things that are being created. There's you know, some word that has to be um, coined. And then there are a lot of things that are just kind of slang, you know, that it's a small world here in Silicon Valley. It's a pretty, uh, you know, insular, dense kind of community, and so one person says something clever, and then it catches on, and other people are saying it. So there's a lot of that, too. Wow. Wow. So, so give me an example of some of your favorite Silicon Valley words. You well, about I do hacking. actually really love the word growth hacking, because it's, <laughs> it's a great example of how Silicon Valley has taken a concept that already existed and given a new twist to it, because you know, growth hacking, it's really not too much different than marketing in general or right. guerrilla marketing, which is a term from back 20 years ago or so. Um, but it's got a Silicon Valley twist. It's got the hacking in it. And hack is a, just a great Silicon Valley word that you know, a lot of people outside of the area will think about hacking and they'll think about some nefarious person breaking into a computer system, whereas in Silicon Valley, hacking has a broader meaning of trying to figure out how a system works and how to make it better or to redo it or utilize it in a different way. And so we'll use hacking growth. It means that we're trying to use data to figure out the intricacies of how growth works and try and influence that by doing something different. And we might say here, you know, we want to hack education, which means we want to figure out how education works and how to make it better. So there's, um, it's become this multi-purpose word. There's even people who are doing biohacking who um, fiddle with the supplements they're taking to enhance their cognitive function as much as possible. You know, it's funny because you're right. You, you hear hacking and you think about, gee, somebody, you know, they, they hack the – um, you know, the DNC and they got their emails or, you know, or, or someone hacked into Target and got credit card information. And yet here we think of hacking, uh, Facebook has hackathons where people get together and try to come up with creative ways. So it's a, right. it's a really interesting, um, interesting way to do this. So what's your advice, just to, to summarize, if, if I'm coming into Silicon Valley and uh, I want to kind of figure out how to the language. Uh, you know, obviously, I want to read your book, but are, are there tips that you can let people know, particularly people coming from other countries where English is not a first language? What kind of things do you advise for them? Well, I, I do definitely obviously recommend our book because we did create it for that purpose to help people get up to speed really quickly. And I would suggest to you, particularly for people from other countries, to be doing as much reading and listening as possible in media that are coming out of Silicon Valley. So reading all you know, the next web and all the different um, blogs that are carrying Silicon Valley news. I would listen to some of the tech podcasts. Obviously, yours would be a great podcast for people to listen to. But listen to different podcasts that are created in Silicon Valley to get a sense for the vocabulary that people here are using. Ah, that's great. That's a great advice. So definitely try and learn this. And for those of us who are here, should we just keep on creating these new words? I mean, should we? We don't even think about it. It's almost, it's almost like breathing the air. Do we need to um, think more ourselves how we translate when we talk to people who aren't from this area? Well, I do think it's something that we should be careful about because one thing that I found in doing the research for this book is that 
there are a lot of people who find the way that people in Silicon Valley talk and also just kind of general startup speak mm -hmm. incredibly annoying and alienating. Yep. I must have seen at least a half a dozen articles in major publications complaining about the word disrupt, which again, kind of like hack, is something yeah, that's that we've turned into a yep. positive, right? And that is really aggravating for people who are on the other end of being disrupted, but just people in general. A lot of times the way that we talk in Silicon Valley sounds kind of pretentious. And it just sounds kind of strange, and, and it really does bother a lot of people. So I think it's important for those of us who are here to be conscious of that. It can be a real turnoff. Yeah, I would think so, particularly if, if you're coming from somewhere that, that's, you know, again, another, another country speaking another language and, and trying to understand what it is they're saying here. And, and just one thing, too, when we say Silicon Valley, are we talking strictly about that area in, you know, between San Francisco and San Jose, or is it really the technology centers in the U.S.? Because we do some things, you know, obviously there's technology in Seattle and there's some in Boston and other places. So is what we say here in California different than those other technology places, or is, or is that all collectively sort of Silicon Valley? Uh, that's a great question. And now I think there's a couple different layers or levels of describing what Silicon Valley is. And you know, as you said, the traditional definition is a geographic area. The area kind of going from mid-peninsula down through San Jose is traditionally Silicon Valley. But now with a lot of the startup activity go moving into the city itself, really, and, and also Brooklyn, Oakland, really the entire Bay Area is, yep. is kind of the greater Silicon Valley. And then even further, really, Silicon Valley is, is a state of mind. And so people in the tech industry in New York or Seattle or Portland or Chicago are using the same terminology. And I'm finding that people around the world are very interested in it and starting to use it. So it's really that way of speaking that started here has definitely really spread. Fascinating, fascinating. We've been talking with Rochelle Kopp. She is a consultant. And she's also written a book called Valley Speak, Deciphering the Jargon of Silicon Valley. Rochelle, if people wanted to find out more about you and get the book, what, where would you send them to? Well, um, we have a website, www.siliconvalleyspeak.com. And our book is available on Amazon in both um, paperback, hardback, and Kindle version. And it's going to be on other ebook readers in the next couple weeks. Also, um, for people who like to patronize traditional bookstores, our book is available there, and bookstores can get it through the Ingram distribution site. Excellent. Thank you so much. What a fascinating book and something that uh, for those of you who are not here, whether physically in Silicon Valley or in another technology hub, um, something that may be very useful for all of you. So thank you so much, Rochelle, for being here and talking to us. Well, thanks so much, Linda. Great. We've been talking with Shell Cop, and until next time, this is Linda Popke for Marketing Thought Leadership. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Marketing Thought Leadership, brought to you by Leverage 2 Market Associates. If you'd like to find out how powerful marketing results can transform your organization, contact us at www.leverage2market.com.